Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. So our gospel tells us that John came, John the Baptist, came to give testimony to the light. Jesus Christ, the light of the world. We can all grasp the meaning of that and the importance, the significance, when we say that Jesus is the light of the world. The beginning in the creation story, that God said he created the world and there was darkness. And then he said, let there be light. And so, I don't know about you, but for many years, I have done photography and night photography. And one of the great joys is to see the Milky Way and to see the sky illuminated with all of the stars and planets. And, and it's, just, it's just magnificent. It's beyond belief. I mean, the whole magnificent, in, almost infinity of the light that God, with, God which, with, with which God illumined our universe. Magnificent. And that concept of light has just been a part of Christianity all through time. And we, we from the very beginning, we, we light candles in order to celebrate Mass. And we have the sanctuary lamp telling us Jesus is present in the tabernacle. And all of the ways, these Advent candles here, that tell us, okay, we are coming to the point where we're going to be celebrating the great event. And all of that is to help us to see that light is what Jesus comes to bring. And it's the enemy of our Lord, Satan, who rejects light because he is darkness. And darkness is something that all of us recoil at. I I know uh, when I went to visit the Karchner Caverns, that are in eastern, southeastern Tucson, or southeastern Arizona near Tucson. And if you've ever been there, you know that there, they, there's a tour that takes you down into the caverns way down below earth. I don't know how many feet, 30, 40, 50 feet below earth. And at some point in the tour to make their, just to kind of give everyone a bit of a start, they turn off the lights. And it's a darkness unlike anything we see here. Imagine just absolutely total darkness. You can almost touch it. It's so thick. And so that is what we recoil at that. But it also is the symbol of who Satan is and where he dwells. He dwells in darkness. He flees the light because the light illuminates his deceptions and his lies and his his machinations. But light for us is how we experience freedom and luminosity and warmth and certainty. So it's no, no accident that light should be so important to us. And as Catholics, we're called not just to reflect on this intellectually, but we are called to be that light, to be that light in a, in a world that's full of darkness. We all know what's going on in the world. We all, we all can see, we all can hear, we all can read the wars, the terrorism, the violence, the war against the unborn, the war against 
the nature of man and woman, the war against conjugal love, the betrayal of our church by some of our own leaders, bishops, and priests. We all look at that and we can either recoil in despair or we can do like the saying says, rather than curse the darkness, light a candle. Light a candle rather than curse the darkness. And so we as Catholics are called to be that light in the darkness. And that's not just a, a, a concept. That's not just a you know, churchy construct. That really is a call to charity, being attentive to the people around us and how we can be agents of charity, how we can be a blessing to the people around us. Are there people in our lives with which we are in discord and we need to be reconciled? To take the initiative and offer our apologies and, and try to repair those relationships. Are there people that we've lost touch with in our lives and that we, we can reach out to and say, how are you? It's been a while. How are you doing? Christmas cards can be a good agent for that. But again, reaching out and being that light and consciously, how can I be a light, a light around me in my family, my workplace, my friends, rather than, than contribute to the despair and the polarization and the anger that really is kind of seething below the surface in many people. How do we contribute something that's positive and life-giving by being that light to others? So we all have a lot of things to do for Christmas. I'm sure all of you do too. We're all, we're all doing, preparing for our own uh, ways of celebrating Christmas. We priests are very involved in that too. But it's good to t take time and, and during this last week of Advent uh, to, to embrace, okay, Lord, how is it that you have been so gracious and a light in my life? One of the customs that I've developed over the years, and I really recommend it, it's got just a, an evening or a nighttime before I go to sleep, a review of the graces of the day. I follow the pattern of St. Ignatius of Loyola, the examine. Now that's not necessarily an examination of conscience of the sins that we've committed, and that's a pretty sorry list, but it's an examine of how God has poured out his graces in, in my life in this day. Did someone come to me and, and give me, do something for me unexpected that was really a help to me? Did someone reach out to me? Did, did I experience God making way and resolving an issue that was difficult? And just going through the events of my day and just reviewing that, a review of graces, that's what it is. Lord, how were you present in my life? Did I recognize it at the time? If not, this is a good time to do it. And make that a, a habit, a habit in your, your life before, before going to sleep. That's when most people do it. You could do it in the morning, but it's kind of hard to remember what happened, all that happened the next day. And just to give thanks to God for being that light, that consistent, ever-present light in our lives. Today is December 17th. In four days, we will have the 
by just our, our whole solar system, will be in the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year, where the sun, at least in the northern hemisphere, shines for the shortest time during the entire year. And then the very next day, the days begin to increase by one and a half minutes or almost two minutes every day. And so it's no accident that the church selects this season for us to celebrate the nativity of Jesus, the light of the world. The fact that he came when the world was in its greatest darkness, geologically and astronomically, as well as spiritually, he came to bring this light into the world. Today, we also begin those uh, beautiful prayers that the church gives us from the 17th to the 23rd of December. They're called the O Antiphons. Now, you're probably familiar with them. They're part of the song that we sing, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. They are the verses of that song. And they're called the O Antiphons. And throughout the church, all over the world, those of us who do the Liturgy of the Hours, we, we pray that as the Antiphon before the Magnificat in the evening. And each one of those, those Antiphons is a reflection of how the Old Testament is a preview of what our Lord Jesus accomplished by coming to us. So I'm going to read you today's O Antiphon. O wisdom, O holy word of God, you govern all creation with your strong yet tender care. Come and show your people the way to salvation. Come, Lord Jesus, we await you. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.stanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.